It is the future. Mysteriously spreading across an unsuspecting city. Machines trained to serve humans are turning against them. What do you got, Jerry? Model 912 cut up two people inside the house. I'm going in. Hmm, you're going in. We can send a disarm robot in. It'll hit the floater. It'll hit the disarm. And any minute, it's going to decide to hit the kid. An ingenious conspiracy has begun. And someone has to stop the madman who started it all. We've got a non-standard chip here. You can turn any domestic computer into a killing machine. Working late at night all by yourself. I just had a few things to finish up. No, Don't think I insist. Let me help you. No. Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today it's another non-canon episode of... The Non-Canonical Adventures of J.D. and Randy. And today and we're talking about a movie called... The 1984 classic film, Runaway. Runaway. Not to be confused with Runaway from the North Korean film from 1984. No, this one t- stars Tom Selleck. Gene Simmons, Cynthia mm-hmm. Rhodes, and Kirstie Alley as the woman he loved. Not really, but I guess we'll get to that later. And also, written and directed by... Michael Crichton? Yes, that Michael Crichton. The exact same one you're thinking of. So, uh, basically, uh, Runaway is about... How about we just use the tagline for the film to explain what the plot of the film is? Yeah, if you want to call that a a tagline. Normally, a tagline is about, what, four words or something? Yes. For some reason, the tagline for this movie is basically a sentence. Um, The tagline for this film is, It is the future. Machines intended to do our work are programmed to turn against us. Someone was snopped, the man-man who started it all. Yeah, that's not a tagline. That's a plot. And it's not really the uh, plot of the film. No, the plot of the film is uh, (laughs) a a crazed uh, lunatic decides to reprogram uh, robots to attack and hurt people. And he has data chips he wants to... Because he's trying to make money. Yeah, make money off of his creations. And the uh, cops, led by Tom Selleck, are out to the stop The runaway him. department. The runaway department, who deals with disposing of... Uh, Out-of-control ro- robots. Out-of-control robots, yes. And just to clarify for people, we're not talking about Blade Runner, Re- Blade Runner replicants. We're no. not talking about uh, the ro- that robot from iRobot. No, we're talking about kind of late... near-future-looking robots. From the Lot... late 70s, early 80s type robots. Yes. Boxy wheel robots. So it's not it's not what you what you would think for something like this. Although there are spider robots, and uh... if you've ever been to a Kiss show after seeing this movie, you will see the giant spider that Gene Simmons likes <laughs> to have on his stage, and it's based on this. Yes, it's that that's the Gene Simmons in this movie as well. So basically, um, we already told you basically most of the cast in this movie. And um, what did you think of the movie, Randy? What did you think of Runaway, starring Tom Selleck? It was a very Michael Crichton-y movie. Michael Crichton, yes. And, and I mean down to not just the content of the film, but down to his directorial style mm-hmm. and the pacing of the film and the dialogue, which more on that later. Mm-hmm. It's very much just screams Michael Crichton. Very Michael if, Crichton. If you've seen Westworld, if you've seen um, Andromeda Strain, The Great Train Robbery, mm-hmm. you have an idea of what to expect. Or if you've read his books. Uh, actually, his books are better, are t- tighter paced. Not always, but they usually have the same type of dialogue. Mostly, uh, what Michael Crichton is uh, good at is he's good at coming up with good, uh, good heroes and good villains that go up against each other with a lot of techno stuff in between it. Or if it's a uh, historical period, it's historical stuff. But nonetheless, um, my impressions of the film is uh, I enjoyed it. I, I I'll agree with you there. It's I enjoyed good, the film. It's too. a good mid early slash mid slash early uh, 80s 
sci-fi film. Yeah, kind it's, of it's, it's, kind of cyberpunk and not really. No, it's not a cyberpunk movie at all. And like, but it is a sci-fi film. It is for the most part a cop movie. Mm-hmm. that yeah. just so happens to feature robots yeah. but the robots aren't really the focus if, if you know what i it's mean it's the background of the it's setting. the background it's, it's just it's like literally it's mm-hmm. technology it's what they thought technology would be in roughly let's see the movie came out 84 what they thought might would be like the early 90s types robots yeah that's because it feels like because it is a michael Crichton film it does predict things like personal robots that we actually do have technically do have today mm-hmm. personal assistants um mobile phones uh social media in a weird way because it's it's just blinking you miss it they actually have a social media thing going on in there yeah they do and it's like it, it predicts little things that we know today so it's like it's it's very much his near future positing of what would happen yeah it has drones he was very good at that type of stuff it has drones with the video cameras on it well, i'm still wait, waiting for the dinosaurs Still have still waiting for those. Billy and the Clonosaurus. And that killed everything dead. So, um, what are your low points of the film, Randy? What's your low point? It's hard because go into like overall, it's the movie just kinda of left me like, okay, this is a a movie. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's functional every way, shape, or form. It's a movie you'd rent from the video store. Watch on TV, not rent. It's it's uh, low point of the movie is like it might Crichton dialogue. It doesn't have any zing to it. It's all very serviceable. It's there's not it's not not it's not memorable. It's like there's nothing I can go point to the movie and go yeah hey remember that great scene from it's like no it's a bunch of cliches. Mm-hmm. So it's like dialogue and some of the plotting is just very very yeah it's a cop movie. So. It's a cop movie. It's you can boil the whole movie down to it. It's a cop and that cop is extremely likable and relatable and is very it's too nice yeah that was that was one of the reviews we read for the movie was apparently tom Selleck's character was too nice yeah it's like we don't read reviews but i'll look at the general reception like on wikipedia and i'll, I'll pick out choice quotes to yell at jd while we're while we're setting up and one of them they said that no tom Selleck is too nice and too no too too relatable uh to be in these type of movies that's kind of a weird criticism because I actually thought he helped uh, hold the movie together because I think without him it wouldn't have been as enjoyable. If you would have just like recasted with like say uh, Sylvester Stallone or something, it would have changed the tone of the movie completely. Yeah, this is Tom Selleck being Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is very much how I imagine Tom Selleck in every single movie when I think of him. Yeah, he's not quite Magnum PI in this one. That's he would be. He would. He wouldn't be so nice. But uh, but he, if you've ever seen like a modern television show like Blue Bloods, that's exactly how he is. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with you. It's a, it could have had a little bit more character to it, but uh, yeah. So, what would you say? That's the, is the, the only movie is that it's kind of overall bland. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a beige film. That's what it is. I don't mean like color. I mean like literally. I think what it, what it reminded me of, and it's kind of strange when I was watching. I was trying to figure out what exactly I was getting a vibe from. It reminds me of a Sierra Adventure game. A little bit. I, I see that as, as really, somebody who played a lot of those type of things back really then. really odd tone that not a lot of things get, but it kind of... I don't know if Sierra, like the people who work there, saw this movie with some of their stuff because some of the way the direction works and some of the way the character interactions work, it, 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 it kind of brought flashbacks to that, of all things. Not really any movies or TV shows, but yeah, more it's, lines of that. Other than the fact that it's like you've seen a cop movie, you've seen this movie. Well, that's <laughs> it, it goes from this the sci-fi concept at the beginning and then it becomes a chase movie for the most part with mm-hmm. with some random robot thrown in but yeah it's like oh we read that it's, it's just that weird thing it's like there's something mm-hmm. it's reminding you of but you can't quite tell what it is it's kind of weird um so highlight of the film for me would be just i like the his depiction of the near future of the 80s i like i like the idea of what his mm-hmm. future is it's like it's not blade runner 100 years in the future 200 years in the future this is like 20 years into the future maybe yeah. at most and i find that he got that down really good 
Like I, yeah. I like the look. I like the feel of the movie. He's very good at that. Yeah, I like the my favorite part of the movie was kind of the part in the center where they're in the hotel and he has to take the bomb out. That whole section I really like. Yeah, there's like there's that's that probably is the only set piece that uh, really sticks out in the movie overall. Like, I like the fact that it went from the gunfight to the whole uh, bureaucratic stuff in the center, then to taking out a bomb. I thought that part flowed really well. I, that was my favorite part of the movie. I think. It's it's not that we're we're not trying to understand the movie. There's a, there's a general reason why this movie is good. is is a mixed film for a lot of people, mixed bag. It wasn't really like successful when it mm. came out. It's not it's not a cult classic. No. It's, 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 it's a, a lot. It's like a lot of uh, Michael Crichton's previous films. Yeah, it's not it's, a great movie. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. So the best line, well, like I said, it's like mm-hmm. I get back to this later. There's no no real memorable line because all the lines in the movie are serviceable. It's in service of the plot. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no real humor to a lot of it, and the type of humor that isn't there is like regular day to day type of humor. Yeah. It's like so. There's nothing funny that stands out. There's there's no coconuts are delicious. There's nothing that that pops out immediately and go. This is an absurd thing to say. It's just it, there's no. It's like even, we can't even go to the tagline, which is usually said in the movie. That, that to, wasn't to a, say that that's the best line. It wasn't a tagline. That actually the tagline and the title of the movie kind of bring out the bigger point is that because the movie doesn't really have it's a central a beige movie. It's, doesn't really have a central hook, and that's kind of reflective in the fact that the title is very generic. Even yeah, though it has a term in universe, it has it no. Doesn't really apply to what happens. It in doesn't. The movie doesn't have any flair it doesn't have mm-hmm. anything to make it stand out above the rest it's like yeah the title is bland the tagline's bland the mm-hmm. plot overall is kind of bland and work yeah. work worky, work horsey yeah it's where it's tropey in some ways it's like the, mm-hmm. the acting is just fine unless you're that terrible 10 year old kid <laughs> my god that kid could not act randy has a real thing with kid actors um then there's gene simmons which i, I had read during the production and was told no don't listen to your acting coach just go with what you feel Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's that, and sometimes that pays off, and sometimes you get some really bad line reads. But still, it's like nope, that's what we're going with. So he's okay. gritting like a psycho through most of the movie. But, uh... Yes, uh, but there's like I said, there's no no line. It's like I keep saying beige, mm-hmm. but it's like that's what I mean. It's like it's just so blah. It's bland. It's just mm-hmm. one tone throughout. It's a movie. It's it's a movie. It's I'm trying to figure out in in my if it's a Saturday afternoon, a Sunday type I, of thing. It's a movie I would watch again if I, if I saw it on or if I saw it. It's anywhere. a movie I wouldn't go out of the way to watch again. No, but if, if there, I yeah. had nothing else to watch and it was happened to be on TV mm-hmm. and I didn't have a book I wanted to read or something to play, <laughs> then maybe I might watch it while cooking supper. <laughs> So then what would you score it then? That's where I'm having, because it's like, I'm giving you that big, long rigmarole, and that to me feels like it's a three, but Mm -hmm. the movie doesn't feel like a three, it feels closer to a two. So it's one of those weird situations where our rating system doesn't work very well with the, where we don't do a point, like a half thing. So it'd be like, truthfully, I'd be more of a 2.5. It's like, it's not so, it's not really bad. It's like, I don't, it isn't that I don't like it. It's that I don't feel anything for the movie. Hmm. Oh, one way or the other, but it's not a bad, bad movie. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's it's like, it's not, it doesn't push it over and it doesn't push itself over to a three. So I'm going to have to say two for this one, just on the fact that it's just so bland. And, that's not to say don't watch the movie if you have a chance. It's just don't go out of your way to watch the movie. There's nothing mm. you'll take away from it other than just like, oh, this is a pretty well-done Michael Crichton movie. 
Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's why I'm going to give it a, a three for the same basic reason. It's not anything exceptional. So that's something I would say run out and see now. But I would say if you found it somewhere and you had nothing better to do, I'd, I'd say watch it. It's yeah. It's it's blandness makes it a two. It's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it, really. There's not much else to say for this one. So uh, with that, we'll see you next time when we come back to our regularly scheduled programming of canon films. And that was probably more than anybody's talked about that movie in like the last year on the internet. I would imagine it's not a very well-known movie. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time. I'm... When we watch the Great Train Robbery. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm JD. And as per usual, I am the one they call Randy. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Keep cruising the non-canonical catalog. And this was another exciting episode of the non-canonical adventures of JD and Randy. We don't need like five outros here, okay? Let's stick with one. All right, bye-bye. We don't need many titles is what you're saying. Yeah. Goodbye. What does it take to get through to you? He sees everything. He knows everything that's going on in here. Can't run away, Ramsey. My little machine will find you wherever you go. You heard of a bullet that has your name on it? This isn't a runaway. This is murder. Runaway. Tom Selleck. Cynthia Rhodes. Gene Simmons. Runaway. From TriStar Pictures.